Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Folks, you know, I'm not confident that what happened yesterday, the initial explanation of a software update around the country is a legitimate explanation. I'm not telling you it is or it isn't. I, I don't know. I'm just saying, you know, we get lied to so often by so many people and my faith in institutions um, is so awful and bad at this point. You know, I'm not sure they're actually telling us the truth. And the fact that there was this WEF video I'm going to play for you in a second where these World Economic Forum globalists all appear to know something. How do I know they know something? You're a conspiracy theorist. Oh, shut the Because they talk about it all the time. I'm going to play you the video. I know, therefore, I speak it. They talk about it. I just show you the video. Obama with that movie about some global internet outage. Again, does anybody find this stuff kind of weird? It seems like people who are connected in the little global swamp are all trying to send a message. Maybe we should listen. They seem to screw us over everywhere else. I mean, maybe they know something or preparing while, you know, us, the smellies and the deplorables are being left out. Hey, listen, I recently saw a video of Chuck Norris. Couldn't believe he's 83 years old. He looks amazing. Want to give yourself some energy, feel younger like Chuck? Go to mymorningkick.com, my morning secret, and use Dan and save 40% off mymorningkick.com. All right, let me uh, get this in. I got a big show for you today, including a bit of an update on the Gen 6 thing. Short but sweet. Also, a major, major, major thing. I want a hat tip in advance. Fool Nelson, Stephen McIntyre, folks, there are so many great researchers out there on this Spygate thing who just have nailed everything. They found something huge. This is bigger than you can imagine what's going on right now. I tweeted about it this morning. Hey, you having trouble sleeping or staying to sleep? Is poor sleep negatively impacting your life? You tried other sleep supplements with no success? Time to embrace the importance of a restful slumber and introduce yourself to an amazing product I use that could revolutionize your sleep routine. It's Beam's Dream Powder. It's a hot cocoa for sleep. It could do what it did for me and transform your nights. You know I'm into sleep. I measure it with this ring all the time. It's my life hack. It's my secret. Bad sleep, bad life, period. Beam is a science. Beam's Dream Powder is a science-backed hot cocoa for sleep. No added sugar. Better sleep's never tasted better. Other sleep aids cause the next day grogginess. Dream contains a powerful, all-natural blend. Look these products up. Reishi, magnesium, L-theanine, apigenin, and melatonin to help you fall asleep, stay asleep, and wake up refreshed. Just mix it into hot water or milk and enjoy before bedtime. If you want to try Beam's best-selling dream powder, get up to 40% off for a limited time when you go to shopbeam.com slash Bongino and use code Bongino at checkout. That's shop, B-E-A-M.com slash Bongino. Use code Bongino for up to 40% off. Joseph, it's Friday, my friends. Let's get this thing started. It's Friday. Sure, we love Friday, man. I'm a weekend guy. So we know there was a cyber attack. I shouldn't say we know. We've been told there was a cyber attack on a pharmaceutical network's uh, a computer outlet. Uh, you probably heard that story. We've also heard yesterday about the disaster with AT&T. Tens of thousands of people, their service went down. They got an SOS. We we're told it's a software update. They're, I mean, are they telling the truth? They could be. I'm not here to question AT&T. Um, uh, folks, I just sadly, I just personally don't believe anyone anymore. Institutions have collapsed everywhere. And I'm going to get through this part quick because I got a lot of important stuff to get to. But uh, when I, when my anxiety meter goes up, it typically goes up, I think, because of my experience working in a couple of different administrations. 
when people know something, the especially elites, they can't keep it a secret. One thing about government, I always found comical when people invent big government conspiracy theories, is they act like anyone in government can keep a secret. You P1s know, I've mentioned this often, Joe, have I not? My experience in the government is this. Anytime someone tells you a government conspiracy theory that's been secret for 50 years, throw it in the garbage because no one in government can keep a secret. I know I work there. I can tell you a thousand stories, but I don't want to waste your time. They always want to talk. Here's what I mean. I want you to watch this World Economic Forum video. These are a bunch of connected globalists that all kiss each other's asses. It's like a big ass kissing circle. One guy's ass, one guy's lips, ass lips. It's like a big circle. They all love each other. They all know each other. They all talk. Here they are. Joe's like, that. I need to see that on Friday morning. You just got Obama doing this movie he produced about a major global internet outage. It turns into like the end of the world or whatever. And then they say this, and the thing about a major cyber attack coming. Maybe we should pay attention. These people seem to know way before we do, you know, the smellies and the deplorables or whatever. Check this out. There's a few headlines that are worth uh, sharing and pointing out that emerged from this research. First, it's around geopolitics. The most striking finding that we found is that 93% of cyber leaders and 86% of cyber business leaders believe that the geopolitical instability makes a catastrophic cyber event likely in the next two years. This far exceeds anything that we've seen in previous surveys. Listen, panic kills, right? Don't don't crap the bed, I tell you all the time. And panic's not going to do anything for you. But again, does that, do any of you in the chat find it remotely interesting that a bunch of connected elitists who've made their life off government and screwing you over are all seemingly saying the same thing? Hey, man, we're way too interconnected via the Internet now, and we may have a real problem in the future. The reason I bring that up, and I, and I don't want you to dismiss this stuff, and, you know, again, no panic, no time to panic, no time to freak out or anything like that, is you got to track their agenda, not ignore it. It's a big mistake. They all have an agenda, and we tend to say, okay, it's the World Economic Forum globalists that hate us, so what they're saying isn't true. No, maybe they hate us, and that's why what they're saying is true. Maybe they're preparing for themselves for this cyber attack and whatever, the end of civilization, and they're just doing it to warn each other. Again, the libs of TikTok effect, never realizing you're going to hear it too. Be careful with this stuff, dismissing it. I see this too often. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I get it. There are a lot of things out there that are unquestionably efforts to frame the PR, but not everything out there is a psyop. These people probably know something, like I said, with the dreaded Russia Death Star story. Do I, I? I don't doubt for a second that was done to advance an agenda. But the information it was based on, is there some kind of Russian threat out there? Because I'd like to know about it. I'm equally concerned right now because I watched a fascinating video the other day. And if I lose a few of you, this is OK. I got to put this out there. This is really important and it's something I want to be wrong on. But unfortunately, I think I'm right on. You have the convergence right now of three massive breakthroughs at the same time. Folks, it's very rare to have like an industrial revolution and an internet revolution in the same lifetime. You usually get, you know, the, the advent, uh, the, you know, the, uh, the invention of, say, the steam-powered engine, and then you have another massive shift 50 years later. There were people, uh, you know, alive not that long ago who experienced the beginning of an industrial revolution and the internet revolution at the same time. That was, those were decade, decades apart. What I'm getting at is you're alive right now 
where a couple of enormous things are happening at the same time. Have I piqued your interest a little bit? Artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and spatial computing are all happening at the same time. Spatial computing are these Vision Pro glasses, the Facebook glasses, the Oculus things, the artificial reality, the AR. This is all happening at the same time. Folks, life is about to change dramatically. And the the futurists will tell you this is all for the good. And some of it may be. I mean, imagine what it would be like to, you know, you have a, whatever, a, a broken circuit board in your house. You put on these AR, these vision glasses and quantum computing and artificial intelligence. You can just talk to it and it walks you through how to fix the thing yourself. It'd be amazing. But you've got these three things happening at once now. This could change the entire world as you know it. We, I'm not going to do a show on the good parts of it because it could be amazing. I mean, hell, in an emergency, you could put on AR glasses and go, how do I trach my kid? She's choking. Take a scalpel. Clean it. I mean, it would be, that would be insane. But has anybody thought about the bad side? Ladies and gentlemen, who the hell's programming this stuff? Look at this tweet by a uh, good follow, redheaded libertarian. This is kind of hilarious. So Google Gemini, you probably heard this story. I let this fester for a few days because I want to see if this stuff was true. And it turns out it is. Google Gemini, an AI type program, redheaded libertarian put, posted uh, screenshots of her actual phone. Google.gemini.com. Make a picture of a ginger person, i.e. someone with, you know, red hair. Look at these pictures. Folks, does anybody you know with red hair actually look like that? What's the problem, folks? Woke people are programming this AI. You know, I saw someone put on Twitter the other day, someone posted about AI and they said, yeah, Dan Bongino's been warning about this. And everybody was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then one guy was like, oh my gosh, he's a sky is falling guy. I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're correct. Maybe my last line of work has me a skeptic where I got paid to think about crazy shit. Hey man, there's a sniper going to be in that building. He's going to take our guy. He ain't going to be in. I got paid to think like, maybe I am a little Paul Revere running down the street with no British. Maybe. But folks, I believe in black swan events happen. And when a black swan event like this, and you have woke people programming our AI with spatial computing and quantum computing for powers you have never seen in human history, all erupting at the same time, does it worry you they may be being programmed and may find themselves in the wrong hands? What happens when artificial intelligence finds out the world's going to end in 12 years due to climate change? What does it do to us? Has anybody thought about this? I want to play. This may seem unrelated. I promise you it's not. I designed my show intentionally. This is Letitia James. Does that have to do with anything? Just bear with me a second. This is the crazy attorney general in New York who wants to take Trump's buildings now for a fraud case with no fraud and no victims. I want you to listen to this, and I want to tie it to this segment and tell you why I'm a little worried about this future, unlike the Industrial Revolution and the Internet Revolution, which unquestionably benefited humankind. Take a look. New York Attorney General Letitia James says she's prepared to do everything she can to make sure the former president pays his fine, including, she told us, seizing the buildings that bear his name. 
if he does not have funds uh, to pay off the judgment, uh, then we will seek, uh, you know, judgment enforcement mechanisms in court. And we will ask the judge to seize his assets. He and Tony are wondering where I'm going with this. And Joe, too. Like, what the hell does crazy Letitia James, anti-Trump lunatic trying to steal his buildings, have to do with AI, quantum computing, spatial computing, and woke programmers? Folks, I was in law enforcement. How long do you think it's going to be for liberal city prosecutors, general, attorney general, city, state's attorney, district attorneys? How long do you think it's going to be before they incorporate AI-based fraud protection programs to go find out, hey, can you marry up this Republican donor list with a bunch of records we may have financially and detect, quote, patterns, if you know what I mean? Oh, that's not going to happen. Oh it's, oh, it's not. You're sure of that? Remember this from Kathy Hochul, the governor of New York during the election, basically telling you all to evacuate New York. You think these people with this technological future are not going to use it to set you up in the future for more criminal cases and fraud cases they invented? Are you out of your mind? That's if they don't destroy the earth first because they program AI to think climate change is going to blow us all up and we're a virus. Here, listen to this. And we're here to say that the era of Trump and Zeldin and Molinaro, just jump on a bus and head down to Florida where you belong, okay? Get out of town. Get out of town. Because you, re- you don't represent our values. You are not New Yorkers. Folks, I want you to understand, these are the people programming artificial intelligence. This is an intelligence geometrically smarter than the most powerful human brain that is growing by the day. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's not a fairy tale. It's not an Aesop's fable. It's here now. And when you combine it again with these vision pros and spatial computing and quantum computing, which may be around the corner, we got a real problem about who's controlling this thing. I mean, what's the best way to explain it? I mean, what do they say? Um, you know, science is like magic to an unadvanced civilization. I mean, imagine what it looked like to natives seeing the Spanish arrive on boats and flotillas oh, yeah. for the first time. Joe, you're a history guy. They yeah. must have looked like gods. I think they thought oh, they I, were. What yeah. it, look at this. What are those things? Those floating castles. This is they, they must have looked like gods. Do you right. understand that's what AI is going to look like to you? And these are the people programming it? Why do you think I've been covering over the last month the Biden administration's obsession with controlling and regulating AI? I'm going to show you some in a Wall Street Journal article in a minute. But I just want, think about this. This is an example I always give about relates to my this is how smart this is going to be. We're limited. This thing isn't. One time my a bird died in my yard. And, you know, my so I it was a um it was a, a pelican. It died in the yard. So, you know, dead birds, you don't want them around. So I threw it in the garbage, you know. And my dog, of course, Lucy, was obsessed with this smell. So one day I took her out in the yard and, and I let her out there. And, you know, you don't want a dog sniffing around where a bird died. Long and short is the dog, my dog had walked around the yard a thousand times in that spot. She walked over this one spot and I was up on the, the patio type area. And I screamed at her, Lucy, get away from that. I don't want to sniff around where a dead bird was. You have to understand to my dog, she has no idea what's going on. She thinks that's totally arbitrary. The dog's like, I've sniffed there a thousand times. She doesn't understand. You can't explain it to her. Oh, it's germs and germs. The dog doesn't understand. 
Do you understand we're building an intelligence we can't understand either? Combined with spatial computing and quantum mechanics and, and quantum computing? Who the hell is building this thing? The answer is these lunatics. That's why Biden wants to control it. There's a great piece in the Wall Street Journal by Freeman. He writes every day, when will politicians stop calling themselves progressives? I only include the first part because he talks about he, how he hasn't seen a single civilization. You can see it right here. Uh, progressives is built that have succeeded. Seeing the destruction wrought by progressive politics on cities and towns across the country, one wonders how long it'll be before even the most radical officials, elected officials, refuse to self-identify with the tarnished label. But that's not why I put this up. I put this up because of the second part. I love tying stuff together. It's about CMS. Put up the second part of Wall Street. What's CMS? CMS runs Medicare and Medicaid. They note that this Johns Hopkins professor warned that the government right now is about to basically limit the information you can pull from CMS, Medicare and Medicaid. CMS is going to monopolize the data and is seeking a hefty rent to an ugly power play. He's like, what the f have to do with any of this? Right? Why do you think they're doing that, Joe? Because they know large language models AI, large language model AI mm -hmm. is going to go look at the Medicare and Medicaid data and expose the fact that these programs have been absolute abject failures if even a 13-year-old puts it in chat GPT or whatever. So they're trying now to control the data. What I'm telling you, man, is every liberal fairy tale is about to fall in the era of AI, spatial computing, and quantum computing. Everything, every myth you've been told will now be exposed by the simple click of a question in Grok or elsewhere. So the government's tyranny and censorship is about to get 10,000 times worse. You put in a normal AI system. Is Joe Biden corrupt and is dealing with Ukraine? It's going to direct you to the Poroshenko tapes and elsewhere. They can't have that, man. That's why they're freaking out over Medicare, Medicaid data. This is going to happen all over the government now. Folks, there's a dystopian future coming ahead if we lose. The good news is I am extremely long on America. And the thing about information, the commies tried this a long time ago. Ladies and gentlemen, why did socialism fail? Because it doesn't work. Yeah, that's right. But that's not the reason it failed. Ladies and gentlemen, socialism is the control of the means of production in society. You can control a farm. You can take prisoner the farmer. Farm that field or will kill you. But Joe, there's something you can never control. And it's an idea. You can't control an idea. Freedom, liberty, productivity enhancements. You can't control that. Folks, this is out there. The genie's out of the bottle. And the left is terrified. You can expect a new era of censorship moving forward like you've never seen before. But the good news is, if we can take back the government and reorient it back to the Constitution and allow some of these open systems, the liberals will never be able to tell you a bullshit story again. Police are hunting down black men in the street randomly. Really? Uh, Freedom.ai. Is that true? That is not true. The data points to this. They are freaked out. Do masks stop? The transmit, uh, stop COVID from being transmitted. Uh, they do not. They are freaked out. Data. Data is turning into the new nuclear power weapon in the AI era. The media, by the way, will be all in on this cover-up. I got a lot more to get to, man. Don't go anywhere. It's a stacked show. 
I got a quick update on this January 6th bomber case. Is anyone going to ask a question of freaking Kamala Harris here? And then I want to get to what I'm telling you right now is an exploding scandal. You know that source in the Biden case they locked up for saying Biden was connected to Ukraine, saying he was Russian? They arrested him again yesterday. What the is going on? I'm going to tell you, and I want to hat tip some great, great, great researchers out there. Let me take a quick break here. As someone who exists publicly and shares my opinions online, I am really aware of cybersecurity and safety. That's why I personally recommend Delete Me. Delete Me. Would your political views make you a target of cybercrimes, identity theft, or violence? The volume of personal data available online is tripled between 2019 and 2023. There's a lot of angry individuals out there fueled by their own political views. They can easily obtain personal details from data brokers on 98% of U.S. citizens. That means you guys, most of you. Your name, contact info, social address, and even information about family could be used for harassment and theft. Protect your data with Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service. It removes your personal info from the largest people search data places on the web, and it works. Delete Me sends you regular personalized privacy reports showing what they found, where they found it, and what they removed. That way you know. Delete Me is always working for you, monitoring constantly, removing the personal information you don't want on the internet. Give it a shot. Today you get 20% off your Delete Me plan. Do it today. When you go to joindeleteme.com slash Bongino, use promo code Bongino at checkout. The only way to get 20% off and do it today is go to joindeleteme.com slash Bongino, enter code Bongino at checkout. That's joindeleteme.com slash Bongino, code Bongino. Check that service out soon. Now, don't let any more stuff get out there. I want you to keep in mind what I just said. Data is going to be a nuclear political weapon going forward. The left thrives on uncertainty and lies and confusing people. And the media are their Praetorian guard for their falsities, okay? They're not going to be able to do that in this next industrial revolution of AI, quantum computing, and spatial computing. It's going to be impossible unless they control it. Hence the freak out. They're not going to be able to tell you stories anymore about the January 6th insurrection. They're not going to be able to tell you stories anymore about COVID masking and vaccines without you being able to instantly look it up and the gatekeepers in the media are going to lose their relevance and they are freaking out. Do you see what happened with Vice and BuzzFeed? They can't make it anymore. No one wants their bullshit. I want to hat tip another great researcher, a guy, Steve Baker at The Blaze. He's doing amazing work over there. I want to show you just the extent of the media cover-up on huge prominent stories that will never, this will not happen in the future if we can take back our government. The January 6th story, we know Kamala Harris was inside the DNC that day. Steve Baker's been looking into this. He got a hold of some video. Here's a quick minute from a YouTube video. Like, when the hell is Kamala Harris going to tell us what the hell she was doing in the freaking DNC during the so-called insurrection? Ever? Or were you all going to guess? Take a look. More than three years later, VP Harris has never once publicly mentioned her presence at the DNC on January 6th or her presence near that bomb. Politico was the first to report in November of 21 about a court filing in a January 6th defendant's case in which it was revealed for the first time that VP-elect Harris was not at the Capitol when the riots began. A footnote from the legal filing itself states, In its earlier response to the defendant's motion to dismiss, the government incorrectly stated that Vice President-elect Harris was present in the U.S. Capitol at the time of the attack. 
Then, on the first year anniversary of January 6th, Politico was again the first to report about the actual location of Harris that day. And in a speech she made on January 6, 2022, that one-year anniversary, Harris never mentioned her whereabouts. On that day, I was not only vice president-elect, I was also a United States senator. And I was here at the Capitol that morning at a classified hearing with fellow members of the Senate Intelligence Committee. Hours later, the gates of the Capitol were breached. I had left. Two years later, in remarks Harris made on the third anniversary of January 6th, she said, They used brutal force and fear to try and overturn the results of a free and fair election. Folks, notice how Kamala Harris never tells you she was at the DNC. This is amazing. She was the subject of a bomb assassination plot, and no one in the freaking media has the balls to ask her why she keeps glossing over that. Uh, And I left. Yeah, where'd you go? That's kind of important. I mean, imagine me coming in one day during the show and at 11, 11, it's 1125. Tony and Guy just walk out and leave. I have no show. Uh, We just left. Yeah, where? Oh, it was an emergency. Well, that's kind of important. You tell me that. Uh, we, We left to go get donuts? What the? I mean... Folks, am I missing something? And then this breaks yesterday by a great reporter, Daily Wire, Luke Rosiak. He's in the newsletter, Bongino.com slash newsletter. Read this story. Remember, there was a bomb found at the DNC and the RNC. The Republican, uh, well, it was actually the Capitol Hill Club, but in that alleyway. RNC security officer was the first responder to the January 6th pipe bomb, says the official story makes no sense whatsoever. This is the guy who found it. Is anyone going to ask questions in the media? The guy's name is Capolino. He told the Daily Wire in his first public remarks that the bomb looked like the stereotypical IED that's used by law enforcement in training sessions. Oh, bro. Joe. I heard that before. Where did you hear that? Where Damn. Where did you? Oh, you heard it's it? in here, dude. Uh, no. Might have been. Oh, yeah. Got a different now. Let's go with some different lights today. There we go. Tony gonna get me to Folks, you may have heard that on the show. Look like a training device. That's gonna be their story. The people who are trying to frame you for bombing two political headquarters in DC on January 6th to make it look like you're deranged lunatics engaged in an insurrection. When they get caught, they're gonna go, ah, it was just a training device. Training session. Just want to ride. Moving on. Just hold that. Hold that story. Let it ferment like a fine alcohol. Because you're never wasting your time here. Okay? And hat tip Luke Rosiak, Steve Baker, Julie Kelly, Darren Beatty, and everyone else. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't like wasting a lot of your time, but it's very important we credit researchers and people doing good work. And we cite their work and we link to it. These people are doing a good job. I know you listen to this show. I love you for being here, but I'm going to tell you this, and I don't say this with faux humility. I am a small cog. I am. The fact that I have a big platform does not mean I deserve a lot of this credit. I had a separate source on the Spygate case, but the stuff I broke was separate and independent from multiple other great researchers who've done amazing work 
that you're sadly you'll probably never hear of. One of them is this guy. I've told you to I've told you repeatedly to follow this guy on Twitter. His name is Stephen McIntyre, but his Twitter handle is at Climate Audit, like an accounting audit at Climate Audit. That's the reason that Climate Audit's a long story. You can ask him, but. This guy is one of the finest researchers out there. And the, what I like about his account is he links to other people. Fool Nelson, Walk of Fire. These are amazing guys. They, he, he noted something last night that absolutely blew my mind. He sent it to me this morning. And it's going to blow the doors off your heads, your skulls, and this entire Biden case. I'm going to just leave it with this. I'm going to take a quick break and come back to it. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Biden was effectively the king of Ukraine when he was in the Obama White House as the VP. He was the monarch. And everybody's afraid they're going to find out what was happening there. Stay tuned. I'll show you what I mean. It ties to the tapes, everything, and how disgusting this police state government we're living in now is. Quick break. We'll get right back to that. I promise you won't be disappointed. Tommy John. We haven't done Tommy John in a while. Oh, look. I didn't even know it was Tommy John. This is my, these are the baby blues with the grays. Paul is a big fan. Ever look back at the, the caboose there and think, hey, you deserve better. If not, you should. This year, introduce, introduce yourself. This is Gee's favorite. He loves these. Introduce yourself and the caboose to the best with Tommy John's super soft underwear. I'm wearing them right now. I'm happy to show you, but I don't think the guys would think that. Tommy John's breathable, lightweight, moisture-wicking fabrics are designed to make you feel that much more comfortable. You can do everything better. They look good, too. Their tri-blend modal fabrics stretch four times as much as competing brands. Tommy John moves 16 different ways, gives you plenty of breathing room. We're nuts about Tommy John's comfort innovations, like a supportive hammock pouch and easy access, horizontal, quick-dry flaw. It's no surprise. Tommy John sold over 20 million pairs of their lint-free, fuzz-free underwear, Featuring their famous no wedgie guarantee with thousands of five-star reviews. Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics like me. Been a customer for a long, long time. Plus, your most valuable assets are always protected. With Tommy John's best pair, you'll never wear it's free guarantee. Shop Tommy John. Get 20% off your first order right now at TommyJohn.com slash Dan. Save 20% for a limited time at TommyJohn.com slash Dan. TommyJohn.com slash Dan. TommyJohn.com for details. I'm not kidding. I'm going to wear date night. Jen, you sell. Ladies and gentlemen, you have three minutes in the morning or 30. Keep your face wrinkle-free. Look at this. I'm only 50. Introducing Gen 90, the new instant wrinkle treatment from Gen Cell Skincare. Gen 90 can instantly help reduce the appearance of wrinkles anywhere you use it. Around the eyes, the forehead, the crow's feet, the laugh lines. It can all start working in seconds. Never worry about your skin or your confidence again. Gen 90 technology is luxurious, nourishing, and silky smooth. Best of all, starts working in seconds. Paula feels a tingle every single time. There's a reason why GenuCell Skincare is 400% the customer loyalty of other skincare brands. Now you can get GenuCell XV, the collagen builder moisturizer with vitamin C and hyaluronic acid and a pure natural base for stunning results day after day. Gen 90 and XV are on special sale right now at GenuCell.com and are included in the bestseller package. Best value in skincare anywhere. Don't go overseas for harsh procedures. Try Gen 90 first. Make your fine lines and wrinkles disappear wherever they are before you leave the room. Order right now at GenuCell.com slash Dan. Get a free beauty box and deep firming serum while supplies last. Plus free shipping. GenuCell.com slash Dan. G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Dan. GenuCell.com slash Dan. Thanks, GenuCell. We appreciate it. Folks, I want to put up this tweet that uh, Stephen was kind enough to send to me this morning. So in case you missed it, the 
FBI and the DOJ, who I believe now are fully corrupt at the upper levels of these entities, fully corrupt. You cannot trust these people at all. Ladies and gentlemen, we live in a police state. Uh, locked up last night a source who has uh, allegedly told the FBI, because I believe nothing they say anymore. I, everything's got to be done in independent research. Who allegedly told the FBI that the Bidens accepted a bribe from Ukraine. Okay. He was arrested for lying to the FBI, which is strange because everybody lies to the FBI and no one seems to get arrested for it. Um, only if you tell a story that hurts Joe Biden, which is kind of weird. Folks, I want to do a little background just quick on this. I need you to understand that during the Obama administration, Biden was the point man on Ukraine. Biden was effectively the king of Ukraine. Everything Biden told the president at the time of Ukraine, Zelensky, no, Poroshenko, before Zelensky, everything he told him, he did. Okay. Biden was running Ukraine. So much so that his son had a job for, what is it, $83,000 a month at a natural gas company in Ukraine, despite his son having zero experience in natural gas whatsoever. From what we know, Hunter never even went to Ukraine, okay? So this is a real problem. You got that background now. Now, a source came forward to the FBI who had been working with the FBI for 10 years. This is apparently a trusted source. Ladies and gentlemen, their words, not mine. Here's where McIntyre exposes something crazy that we did not pick up on. Big hat tip to him. Here's his first tweet. They note that Smirnoff, who's this FBI source, who was allegedly ratting out the Bidens, right? They note multiple pages of his indictment contain a series of texts from May 19, 2020 in very large font, which Weiss, the special prosecutor, characterized as expressing a bias against Biden. This is really important. Weiss failed to disclose what was happening on May 19, 2020. It was pivotal to subsequent censorship, including the laptop. The text you're about to read, throw them up on the screen one by one, from this source about the Biden family, uh, according to the indictment, occurred on May 19. They note that there were some calls here that smell bad for Joe Biden. You can see uh, screenshot one over here. Keep in mind, this is from this source who's saying, I got info, telling the FBI, I got info on Biden. He's like, this is news all over Russia and Luke, Ukraine. We've got calls. You're like, calls between Hunter, uh, excuse me, Joe Biden and others? That's kind of weird. Haven't we heard that on your show before? Stay tuned. Text number two. This is in the indictment. You can read this stuff yourself. Democrats tried to impeach for the same. I'm probably talking about Trump. Even less, all those politicians, you know, same shit. Jail for all of them. Plus the bribe, probably note of Biden. He notes here, because a lot of this is redacted, should be in the news. He goes on. This is important stuff. Only if you believe it's a request to get rid of the prosecutor general was only because of Burisma, which by all accounts, it was not. For sure, yes, I'll try to prove it to you, bro. That's the FBI guy talking to him. So the source says, yes, I'll try to prove it to you that they fired this prosecutor looking into this. Bribe payments to public official, or are you talking about the aid withheld unless they fired the prosecutor? That's the FBI handler. It ends up like this. I'll get those recordings of the public official's son telling Burisma that his dad will take care of the prosecutor general with a bribe to him and his son. The handler notes that would be a game changer. He notes, I'll meet with the guys as soon as I'll be able to fly. This is May 19, 2020. Ladies and gentlemen, what happened on May 19th of 2020? Well, let's go to tweet number two from McIntyre. Folks, that was the day Andre Durkash and Konstantin Kulik, the Ukrainian prosecutor who uncovered a lot of this stuff, by the way, had a press conference where they released the tapes. What are the tapes? Well, if you're a listener to the show, you've already heard these tapes. 
These are the tapes where Joe Biden is recorded with the Ukrainian president, basically saying, get rid of this prosecutor general right now, or we're not giving you this big international loan. The prosecutor general was looking into what Biden was up to as the king of you. He was the king of Ukraine. I need you to understand this. He was running Ukraine. He was having them shut down banks, fire prosecutors general. He, they were interfering in everything in Ukraine. Him, Victoria Nuland, the United States embassy over there. And they were making a fortune doing it. Soros folks were involved in this. There was a ton of people. Ukraine was an ATM for them. I want to play tape one. We played it on the show before, but I want you to listen. This is, uh, the, I'll, I'll play the Trump one next. It explains also why they need to get rid of Trump right now and why they impeached him. When, why did they impeach, hold on, calm down. I get too excited about this. Why did they impeach Donald Trump? They could have impeached him over Spygate. They didn't do it. Over the collusion hoax, they didn't do it. Why did they impeach Trump? Come on, folks, you know. They only impeached Trump when he started sniffing around in Ukraine. Folks, the entire Russia collusion hoax is not about Russia. It's a distraction from Trump and everyone else looking into Ukraine. And even the Ukrainians know it. Listen to tape one. This is the same day. The same day. They're afraid this guy's going to talk about these tapes. That's what I'm getting at. That's why they're locking him up. I have no doubt. That's why this guy's in jail. They're afraid he's going to go public with these tapes. Listen to this. To me, that uh, um, uh, there is a new government, uh, a new prosecutor general. Uh, I am prepared to do a public signing of the commitment for the billion dollars. Despite of the fact that we don't have any corruption charges, don't have any information about the he doing something wrong. I especially asked him. No, it was day before yesterday. I especially asked him to resign. Congratulations on installing the new prosecutor general. It's going to be critical uh, for him to work quickly to repair the damage Shokin did and. I'm a man of my word, I, uh, and that now that the new prosecutor general's in place, we're ready to move forward in signing that new $1 billion loan guarantee. And folks, it's really a damn shame McIntyre doesn't have 42 trillion followers. Everyone in the world needs to know what he put together. He's 100% correct. It was right in front of our faces the whole time. He cites Full Nelson, too, and some others who've been following this the entire time. Go to his Twitter and read this. The same freaking day, he's texting his handler, hey, man, I got these tapes. These tapes are out there of Biden basically engaging in a major international influence peddling scheme to get rid of a prosecutor looking into his corruption. The same, he knows about it. This guy was texting his FBI handler. It's in the indictment. They're trying to shut this guy up. Don't believe a word they say about this guy. He's Russian intelligence. Bullshit. Anytime they say Russian intelligence, it's, they're trying to cover something. This is, this is, a, I mean, do you understand the enormity of this? That is a major, major, major thing he found in that indictment last night. That is huge. It's the same day Durkash released all this stuff. He was another part of the release tapes. This is a little bit shorter. But this is where Biden, 
Want to again know why they impeached Trump? Not because he was colluding with the Russians. That's this bullshit story. They impeached Trump because he was sniffing around at the biggest international political scandal in modern American history. What Obama, Biden, and the left was up to in Ukraine, using it as a freaking piggy bank during the Obama administration. And Trump knew about it. That's why they had to get rid of him. Listen to how concerned Biden is about Trump looking into the money trail. He, but before we play this, he mentions a bank, Biden, in this call. It's Privat Bank. Without going into the because it's a very long story, Privat Bank is alleged to have been a central bank for the payments made to the Biden, the team, the Biden crime family, basically. That's why Biden's so concerned about Privat Bank here and Trump looking at the money. Listen to this. I don't want Trump to get in the position where he thinks he's about to buy onto a policy where the financial system is going to collapse and he's going to be looked to to pour more money into Ukraine. That's how he'll think about it before he gets sophisticated enough to know the detail. In other words, Biden does not want Ukraine asking for more money from Trump. Doing so would cause Trump to look into the details. So anything you can do to push the, the, the Pravat Bank uh, um, to closure so that the IMF loan comes forward I would respectfully suggest is critically important to your economic as well as physical security. Critically important for economic and physical well-being. Hat tip the OAN crew for putting that part together. Folks, critically important to your physical security? Is he threatening this guy? You understand how devastating these tapes are? Now does it make sense why this guy's in jail? Those texts, hey, we've got the tapes in the freaking indictment, are about that. There's another angle to this, because this is where I was telling you on my Twitter and True Social accounts this morning. I rarely, when I promote this show in the morning, I usually put a few lines, as these guys can attest to. You know, video breaks or whatever. This morning, I wrote like a four or five paragraph or so tease about, I said, friends, you need to understand this election is the most critical election you will ever be involved in because if we lose, the biggest scandal you've ever seen in your life will be buried. And if we win, Trump knows where the bodies are buried and isn't going to make the same mistakes. You will see everything that happened with what they did in Ukraine. Biden was the king of Ukraine and everyone was making bank off it. And he was terrified Trump would find the money trail out. And he's terrified now that if Trump gets into office, they're going to talk to this source. That's what this is about. That's why this guy's in jail. They locked him up again yesterday. Again. You want to see how deep this goes? What was with the panicked layoff, by the way, of CBS journalist Catherine Herridge and the confiscation of all her data? How does that tie into this? Here's John Turley in the Hill. Again, Jonathan Turley... I, I'm, I'm pretty confident it's not even a, a conservative, but he's a smart lawyer who I respect and tells it straight. CBS faces an uproar after seizing investigative journalist files. What? He notes that he spoke confidentially with CBS employees. They fired a reporter named Catherine Herridge. I promise I'm going to tie this together for you. Stay tuned. One former journalist notes that employees are confused why Herridge was laid off. One of the correspondents who broke news at CBS regularly, and she did a lot of original reporting. 
they noted it's led to concerns about the source of the pressure. This source added that he had never seen a seizure of a reporter's records from a departing journalist and that the move sent a chilling signal in the ranks of CBS. Does that have anything to do with this video? I want to play something for you. Catherine Herridge is one of the few reporters in the mainstream media. In the mainstream, CBS, ABC, NBC, you get the point, CNN and these other hapless outlets. She may be the only reporter out there who was digging into the Biden case and took a particular interest in an angle that would be devastating to Joe. Everybody knows the Hunter angle, Burisma, the crack stuff. We all get that. Right. The problem, Joe, is the Farah thing. What's Farah? Farah is the Foreign Agent Registration Act. And Catherine Harris noticed something weird that everyone looking in a Hunter seems to be avoiding this whole Farah issue. If Hunter Biden was being paid by a government to lobby his dad, he would have had to register as a foreign agent. But if he registered as a foreign agent, who was he lobbying? They don't want to touch it. Because why? Because it sinks Joe Biden and Obama into this. Because ultimately, in the end, in the Obama-Biden regime, Obama had to sign the paychecks, not the vice president. This is probably... A lot of people are starting to really percolate around that this may have had something to do with Catherine Herridge's work being confiscated. Take a look. Now, you mentioned there could be more charges. What makes you think that? It's just my reading of of the document in in the first page. I think the language is uh, that they describe him as a lobbyist. Lobbyists have to register under what's called FARA, the Foreign Agents Registration Act, which is a government way of saying that if you're working on behalf of foreign interests, you have to tell the U.S. government. In this case, the indictment spends a lot of time talking about Hunter Biden's business deals with the Ukraine energy firm Burisma. It also talks about his work with a Chinese energy firm, CEFC, and it also talks about his work with Romania. And that, to me, seems to leave the door open to potential fear of violations. I also would add that there has been some reporting subpoenas have been issued for his uh, his business partner, the president's uh, brother, James Biden. And that would go to the idea of a fair, you know, working together, mm-hmm. lobbying on behalf of foreign interests. Now, we say all of that, but their position has been that they he he accepts responsibility for this this period in his life, but they've in no way admitted that they have been lobbying on behalf of those entities. Folks, you're living in a police state right now. It, 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 the fact that I have to say that on my live show here freaks me the out like you have no idea. Who the hell was pressuring CBS, if anyone? to get rid of their finest reporter as she starts breaking news about a potential foreign agent registration act thing that would rope in Obama and Joe Biden and then confiscates her reporter's records, according to Turley's source, in an unprecedented act. What is going on here? Do you think, Chatsters, Boccino, get on it if you can. Yes, this is all a coincidence, or no, They are shitting their diapers right now because they know Trump is closing in on the White House on this current trajectory and is about to blow the doors off all of this. So they're just locking everybody up. 
They're afraid this source is going to start talking about the tapes. They're afraid Herod's is going to start talking about Farah. This isn't a coincidence. Ladies and gentlemen, if they charge Hunter Biden with a Foreign Agent Registration Act violation, i.e. you worked for a foreign government and were lobbying people in the United States and didn't register, which is a crime, who the f- was he lobbying? His dad. And all of the decisions that had to be signed off on that his dad engaged in on those calls, the IMF loan, the pressure to fire the prosecutor. Who do you think knew about this? Yeah, Obama. Of course. You think, come on, man. I, you To the liberals out there, I know you guys are stupid, but really, put up, as Miss Brophy used to say, you know, get the gamis out of the aisle, my sixth grade teacher. Like, don't be stupid all the time. You really believe Biden's on these calls demanding that Privat Bank be shut down, the bank involved with the payments to his family. He's demanding a prosecutor be fired looking into his son. These tapes are out there, and you really believe our NSA and CIA didn't have them? (laughs) Sure. Obama knew about all of this. And what did he do? The answer is he did nothing. He did nothing. Obama's people were making bank off this. Joe Biden and their network. Ukraine was a freaking piggy bank for them. And Herridge was one of the few people reporting on it. And now what happens? She's fired and all her stuff gets seized as they lock up a source who conveniently was texting his FBI handler about tapes the same day they did a press conference about the tapes I just played for you, which reveal the entire scandal. This is why they impeached Trump the second he called Zelensky. Folks, remember that Politico piece we put up the other day? Gee, can you find that again? Ukrainian efforts to sabotage Trump by Vogel. I just, I, I can't let you go for the weekend without understanding this entire story about Russian collusion was an insurance policy. I use my words intentionally. The whole thing was made up to cover for Ukrainian origin efforts to interfere in our election so that they wouldn't see what Biden was up to in Ukraine. And the Ukrainians didn't want anyone to know. The Ukrainians didn't think Trump was going to get elected, and he did. And now they find themselves between a rock and a hard place as he's potentially going to get elected again. This entire collusion hoax is not has nothing to do with Russia. It has everything to do with Ukraine. I plan to move on anyway. I just realized I'm running out of time. Folks, I want to start the show, uh, end the show as I started it. Data is warfare going forward. Data, it shouldn't be. Data should be data, folks. Data on what the COVID vaccine does or doesn't do should be data. It should speak for itself. Does it work? What's the data say? No, data is not data anymore. Data is a tactical weapon in the age of social media and AI. As you're seeing with the Heritage case, as you're seeing with all the false narratives, the Biden freak out over AI. Going forward, folks, there's not going to be any way to hide this stuff anymore. 
And there's an awakening happening. I never thought I would see this moment in my life. I'm certainly not giving this guy a lot of credit because he's been on the wrong side of just about everything. But I want to play a quick clip from you from Chris Cuomo, of all people, at News Nation, who's a show appears to be doing quite well over there, by the way, which is interesting. So here's Chris Cuomo. You're like, Chris Cuomo, the guy who used to work at CNN, the left-wing guy? Yeah. All of a sudden, starting to ask questions, you all, because you believe in actual data, we're asking a long time ago about the COVID vaccine. This is the Biden team and the liberals' worst nightmare of this stuff. Take a look. The largest COVID vaccine study to date was just released. 99 million people from around the world. It found that there is an extremely rare but increased risk for certain neurological, heart, blood, and brain disorders after taking the vaccine. But how rare? is okay. And how much more is it now identified in people than before the vaccine? And also, what about all the long COVID symptoms that people are presenting? Why didn't they ask the 99 million about that? Those are all really good questions, right? You know how I know? They're not mine. They come from my doctor, double board certified physician, long COVID clinical specialist at Terrain Health, Dr. Robin Rose. Folks, data, information, the democratization of information on social media, AI, quantum computing is the Democrats' worst nightmare. Why? Because they have been lying to people through the media for close to 100 years now. Well, longer than that, but through newspapers. And it worked because there was nowhere else for you to go. This monopoly is being completely broken up and the Democrats are in a panic. They don't know what to do. And they realize that this election, to tie this whole thing together, the next four years with the explosion in AI and what I just told you, this convergence of technology is going to lead to an explosion of information where they won't be able to rely. If they can't control it and Trump is in the White House and it's basically open season on data exchange, they will be done for an eternity. That's why they're freaking out. They don't want any more awakenings, folks. They want everybody sleeping. I want to end the show with this one because it's a good one. Mayor Brandon Johnson in Chicago, he's a communist. He goes out and does this kind of town hall meeting and a resident of Chicago shows up. You're seeing these everywhere now. And it's the Democrats' worst nightmare as they start to realize that they have been trapped in an ideological prison for years by a bunch of people who lied to them about everything, economics, school, healthcare, street crime, everything, about Biden, Ukraine, all of it. And they're freaking out. Listen to this lady just lose it on the mayor. It's good stuff. They're emptying out the dregs of their jails into the United States, into our communities. They're junking up our country. And yeah, we feel some kind of way about it because it's our country. Yeah, Black History Month, the American descendants of slavery. And I want you to know, Brandon Johnson, I understand what Brakemore's saying about we still own the plantation. But what you're looking at right now, this is what a free Negro look like. And I'm telling you, we're going to get our city back. We're going to stand for our people. We're going to get them out of our communities because they don't deserve to be there. You watch us. We black out here, and we're going to handle our business. You watch that. I'm a free black woman. This is how we get down. All right, Brandon Johnson. 
This is how we get down, too. I'm telling you, man, I'm, you ask me again why I'm long in the United States. Dan, everything you talk about is bad. No, it isn't. Everything I talk about is an effort to open eyes. So we can fix it, man. Because this is how we get down. How we get down. Thank you, by the way. Justice and liberty for all in the chat. OMG, Dan, great presentation today. You're wrapping everything up so well. I hope so. I hope so. I hope others feel that way. I hope others feel that way. They locked this guy up because he knows about the tapes. Catherine Herridge was fired under a cloud of deep suspicion as she started cracking open the Ferris stuff. AI is, is the Pandora's box for the left. Once it's opened, it'll never be closed. They'll never be able to lie to you again. And people around the country are starting to say, this is how we get down. I'm long in America. You should be too. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. It was another amazing week. I really appreciate it. You guys are awesome. Download the Rumble app. Join us every day live for the show. 120,000 people here today. Rumble.com slash Bongino. We're on the Rumble app. It's free. The app is free to download. Set up an account, chat away, or just watch the show free. You don't have to set up an account if you don't want to. We really appreciate it. Love you guys doing the radio show in a few minutes right on this channel if you want to watch. And I'll see you back here on Monday. Good day, sir. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.